Hey everyone, uh, Jason Klein here. I'm the senior minister here at Refocus Christian Church, uh, located in Fallonsby, West Virginia. I just want to say uh, thank you so much for listening to our content. Uh, feel free to share or like or leave any comments you have. Uh, we're always looking to engage with people. Uh, what are some questions you have? What are some things that you might be learning? Uh, and at the same time, if you want to know more about us, check us out at refocuschurch.com, uh, which also has a link to our Facebook there. Uh, and so it just has uh, upcoming events, things that are going on, uh, sermon series that we're in. Uh, so once again, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you for listening in. And as always, please feel free to share and comment or like, because uh, we want to make sure that we're trying to reach as many people possible uh, with the good news of Jesus Christ. All right. Have a great day. everyone uh, I hope your day is going well hey I just want to as always been doing kind of a follow-up I know you guys some of you are waiting for a follow-up from Jeff Lee's uh, him and I are gonna try to get together hopefully next week and get that done um, I just want to get on here and kind of go over uh, really we're, we're getting to the end of the Sermon on the Mount uh, we've covered a lot of material over a couple of weeks uh, one of the things that I kind of have been pushing to do more this year is really try to pick large topics to kind of focus on. So, you know, after this, we're going to start off on a series called Holy Week, getting us to Easter. And then after that, we're going to go through the book of Ephesians. Um, there's just, there's a lot of material there as well. But, but one of the reasons that we've really been focusing on the Sermon on the Mount, excuse me, and, and really the main reason is because our our focus for the year as a church uh, falls into a simple statement, his kingdom first. Uh, we believe that as we enter into a new season, uh, we are a church that uh, is over 100 years old. We've gone through some changes in the last couple of decades, even more so in the last couple of years. Uh, if you don't know, I left. I was a youth minister here about 11 years ago. Uh, moved out of the area, came back about a year ago. Actually, this um, Easter will be my first official year. Uh, and so we we really wanted to hit the ground running with the beginning of 20, 2023 because we, we believe that God is moving us in a, a new and a better direction. Now, I've said it, and I said it on Sunday morning, it's not that anything internally is changing, that the stuff that we're teaching is still, uh, we, we still believe in the Bible, we still want to stay true to scriptures, um, but just you're going to notice some changes throughout this year, and, and probably even the next couple of years, of, uh, of just things that were changing the way and, and kind of the approach of how we're doing things. And, and one of the reasons is because we really believe that this generation that's coming up next, and even the current generation, is looking for a place to refocus themselves. And, and that, that's really the, the, the reason behind our name. Uh, we believe that our hope and our purpose is to help people refocus their life, their, their thoughts, the way they live, the way they act, on one thing, and that's on Christ. Um, and if you've paid any attention to the world around us, there's there's so many different directions that we're all being pulled. 
Uh, if you spend any time on TikTok <laughs> ever, uh, you, you see all these different ideas out there, or the, the mainstream media and, and all these things. And listen, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, that's crazy. They're nuts. They're after us. But, <clears throat> but I can tell you that, that if I honestly look at the world around me, and the world that my kids are going to grow up in, there, there's a lot out there. There's so many different ideas and thoughts, and everyone has their opinion. And, and, and really what we're trying to do is we're trying to point ourselves back to the one thing that's been consistent. And that's what we really believe is, is found in Jesus. Now listen, it, it's not to say that the Bible, if you study the entirety of the Bible, that you know, there's things in here that we question. There's things in here that, that we don't always understand. And, and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I, I think there's things about God that that we don't comprehend, and, and that's that's okay. I, I think you have to learn to kind of be okay with that. Now, now understand, it doesn't mean we don't ask questions. It doesn't mean that we don't study and try to figure these things out. Uh, we're actually about to start a 12-week course, uh, kind of a community group here, where that's exactly what we're going to be doing. We're going to go from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, and, and we're going to look at what the Bible says and what the Bible teaches. And, and, and all of that is to help us kind of firm up the foundation that we believe that the Bible has to offer. And, and I talked about this on Sunday that, uh, you know, the, the self-help industry, the self-help book industry is uh, one of the biggest industries in the world right now. They're estimating over 10 million books to be sold, uh, for self-help in the year 2023. And, and that doesn't even include resale that that's just straight out first time purchase. Who knows? you know, when they're going to be sold back and who's going to buy them. And, and that number could probably double. But but the truth is the world is looking for something. They're looking for something to help guide them. And the reason why we've chosen to do this series is because we as a church believe that, that Jesus has laid out for us what it is to live for him. Right, he, he he's used the Sermon on the Mount to kind of set the precedence of of what's expected of those of us who call ourselves his followers, and and not just that, but he was also dealing with issues at the time of his own uh, era when he was around culturally of some of the the confusion that was created by the you know the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and these are just big words for religious leaders of the day. In case you didn't know that. But really, he was just trying to set the tone that you guys are you're you're doing all this, but but here's what really matters, and and so this week we got to the really the verse that kind of sets the tone for the entirety of what Jesus is saying, not only here in the Sermon on the Mount, but in in everything that he teaches throughout his time while on earth, and so Matthew six verse thirty three. Uh, says very simply, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And and in here, he, he's talking about God, because you know, prior to that, verse 32, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about this, but he ends verse 32, says, and your heavenly fathers know, uh, knows that you need them, but seek 
first his kingdom. So seek the heavenly father, seek my father, seek God's kingdom first and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And and so right before that, starting in verse 19 of chapter six, Jesus is talking about things, talking about money, he's talking about possessions, uh, verses 19 through 24, he, he really, that's what he's talking about, is money and possessions. You know, don't store up for treasures, uh, for things here on earth, where they can be destroyed, but instead store up in heaven. And then he goes on in verse 25 uh, to right around 31 before he gets to his final thoughts. Uh, you know, don't worry. Don't worry about things. Don't, you know, my God, my my Father, your God, knows that you need these things because he loves you and and he cares about you and and he 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 wants this for you, but seek him first, seek his kingdom seek seek him and seek his righteousness and and those are two things that I think should define not only us as christians but but us as the church is are we seeking the kingdom of god do do we really do we really understand what that means? Well, when Jesus prays uh, back in, in, in Matthew, or you know, here earlier in 6, you know, the beginning of Matthew chapter 6, you know, Jesus says, uh, your will be done, your kingdom come. He's, he's praying to God and he's saying, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He, he He's even in this moment, he, he's pointing vertical and he's saying, listen, God, what you want to do, we are asking you to do it. And and so when Jesus makes this statement to seek his kingdom first, what, what he's saying is, God, that you as a church, you as a believer should be seeking the will of God in everything that you do. What, what does his church look like? What a what do his people look like? And in the Sermon on the Mount, really, the, the the setup of that covers that. Jesus goes back at the very beginning and says, Blessed are you. you know, he lays out the what we call the, the Beatitudes, the blessings. And it talks about you know our behavior and seeking his you know hunger and thirsting for his righteousness and being peaceful. And then he goes on to say, listen, you, and he clarifies some things that it's not that the law has changed, but, but, but Jesus is saying, listen, and he says this a few different ways that, you know, you said, you know, you guys aren't murdering anyone. Great, but you shouldn't hate anybody. You shouldn't hate anybody either. <laughs> you're not committing adultery. That's cool. But, but you're also shouldn't be lusting after people. Right, so so he sets the the tone of what it looks like to to follow him, and and that we are called to be different. And so one of the things that we're striving for here as a church, and this is why I say I think God's kind of moving us in a different direction. And once again, not that anything's changing. We we still believe the scriptures and still believe in teaching it, but but we believe that we are trying to help other people, you know, help people refocus on Jesus. And so we're trying to use the tools that we have available to us. I mean, that's the reason why you're listening to this podcast. 
uh, you know, it, it's not that it's a bad thing. It's it's a resource. It's the reason why we've gone live on on YouTube. Uh, it's the reason why recently we redesigned our logo, right? It, <clears throat> it's the reason why these things are happening is because we we're we're changing them and kind of utilizing these tools in a better way to really point people to God. That that's the goal ultimately in everything that we do is is to point people to to Jesus and and to help people who want to follow God to to really figure out what it means to seek his kingdom first. So what we do with our time, what we do with our money, what we do with our 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 servanthood, what all of these things, the way we raise our children, the way we love our wives, the way um we treat those around us, the way we seek for peace and, and unity in the church, the way we work and try to seek peace and unity with, with other churches around us. Like we, we believe that, that if we are really focused on his kingdom, then, then everything else is going to find its place. Right. And, and that's what Jesus is, is, is saying here at the end of chapter 6 is listen seek his kingdom first and his righteousness and all of these things will be given to you i i don't think jesus is just talking about the provision of god i think that's part of it though don't misunderstand me i i don't think that guarantees we're going to be rich by any means but i do think that god provides what we need when we need it i mean that that's what he promises right um, I, but I also think that that Jesus is telling us that we are gonna the things that we're gonna receive are the peace, the peace that come from having a relationship with God, uh, the the desire for unity, which I believe is is something that God believes strongly in that we should be unified together uh, under His cause, His purpose, not our own. The the desire to to be transformed in our minds and the way that we think and to to be set apart from the rest of the world to to not look like everything else but but to have a faith that's transforming. He's going to give us the desire to love people that that feel unlovable or that we feel are unlovable. Right? He he's going to give us the words to say when persecution comes. And people don't understand why it is we believe what we believe. Uh, Jeff Lee's talked about this recently, but he's going to give us the ability to to understand and be aware of those who are false prophets and, and teaching false things. Like we're going to have an awareness of that. We're we're going to have an awareness of how much God loves us and how much we're worth to Him. And and when we talk about the beatitudes and what it means to be blessed, we're going to understand that. That being blessed as a Christian is often different than we think it is sometimes because the God that we serve loves us and he sees us, he knows us, and he gives us strength to overcome things and he gives us the ability to, to, you know, to look at the world and to face challenges that we never thought possible, right? So all of this, Jesus is setting the tone and, and really making a, a bold statement that if you seek God first, and his righteousness. That's what you need. And 
we talked about this weeks ago, and we're going to kind of recap it next week. But but all of this is designed to create a firm foundation so that when the craziness of the world comes, I would argue it might be now, <laughs> that, that we have a firm footing to stand on, that, that we're not wavering in our faith. But but seeking his kingdom first also means that we have an understanding that everyone we come across has an opportunity to be part of his kingdom. When Jesus died, it wasn't for just some people, but it was for all people that all would come to know who he was, that all would be saved. I mean, that, <clears throat> that's why he did what he did. He he made the way, he, he opened up the door, right? He, he restored the ability for you and I to have that relationship, to back with God, to, to be in the presence, to uh, not just eternally, but, but here in this world, to, to give us access to the kingdom, right? And, and Jesus talks about this at the end of the gospel of Matthew, when he ascends, and when he when he you know he dies he comes he resurrects from the dead, and then he finds himself among his followers and he's teaching them, and then when he leaves he said I'm leaving you with something more valuable than me I'm leaving you with the spirit the the spirit of God is going to come and it's going to rest on you and it's going to it's going to teach you and it's going to instruct you and it's going to embolden you and it's going to encourage you and we see this in the book of Acts on the day of Pentecost when the spirit fell and it changed the entire you know, destination of the church. Not so much the original plan, what God had planned, but, but you know, if you look, the, the disciples kind of lost a little bit of hope there. I mean, when, when Jesus wasn't coming back from the dead right away, they, they were a little discouraged. But the Spirit moved, and it, 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 it ushered in this this desire, this passion, this this drive to take the message of the gospel to the ends of the earth and and that's what we're supposed to do we're you know we have two main functions as as believers one of them is to seek the kingdom of god in everything that we do everything we should pray that consistently god i want to see your kingdom come and i want to see that fleshed out in my life i want to see what that looks like when when i live for you as if everything i have belongs to you anyways what what does that mean how does that change what i do how does that change what i say what i watch what i think what i listen to and then on top of that, how, how do I go into the world around me and show other people how you're transforming my life and how you can transform their life too? How do I get them to look up and how do I stay looking up, right? That That's the hard part is, is to have that vertical focus, to constantly be looking at God and to encourage others to do that as well. That That's part of uh, discipling that, that I don't think we do well sometimes is, is how do we help other people, the people around us? What, what does it mean to help them see God 
to, to continue to focus on his kingdom and his righteousness. And what does that mean for me? Because if, if I'm not doing it, it's going to be really hard for me to teach someone else how to do it. If I'm not always trying to be focused on his kingdom, on his righteousness, then, then it's going to be hard, probably impossible for, for me to help other people understand it. As a church, we have to be seeking his kingdom, his righteousness. Doesn't it doesn't mean we're perfect. Like I hope you understand that. It doesn't mean we're perfect and that we're not broken and that we don't screw it up sometimes. I there was a song I heard recently and the lyrics went somewhere, somewhat like this, you know, don't worry or don't focus so much on the broken people that you find in the church. Because broken people break people. We mess up. We're we're flawed. We're we're human beings. We don't do it right all the time. But Jesus is perfect. He's holy. He's righteous. God is holy. They're righteous. So so focus on them. Because when, when you're focused on his kingdom first, it, it puts everything else into perspective. Like that, that's really what our hope is this year. And I pray that it's our hope for the rest of our existence. That, it, that we're so we're so focused upward that everything else just kind of fades away. And it's not like we're gonna forget those things. It's not like we're gonna ignore the world around us. That's that's not what I'm saying, because I don't think that's Biblical. I think Jesus met the needs of the people and the lives that he touched, and so should we. But but when we are looking upwards, when we have that bigger picture in mind, we realize that everything we do matters. How we love people, the the way we talk to people, the reason why we exist in in our entirety is is to help people get to know Jesus. That that's it. That that's what matters. Everything else we do, the way we do it really is just circumstantial. But but what really matters and, and what Jesus is is capturing in this you know, towards the end, not the end, towards the end of his sermon is seek his kingdom first. Seek the heavenly father, seek his kingdom and seek his righteousness. And, and, and these other things will come. But, but we have to, we have to be intentional with that. You don't just fall into seeking the kingdom of God. It, it has to be done on purpose. You have to, to put yourself in a place. You have to put yourself in the word. You have to study the Bible. You have to, you have to find yourself, you know, make sure that you're investing in your own spiritual health, the spiritual health of your children, the spiritual health of, of your wife or husband or whatever, uh, but you, you have to be intentional. You have to actually open the book. You actually have to you have to read the Bible to understand it. And and listen, if you don't understand it, there's plenty of resources to try to help us understand it 
better, but you have to be intentional. And and then you have to be intentional in how you serve, right? And and serving people around you and, and being intentional with your conversations and how you love them and, and, and start to pray for them and, and ask God that so that you can see them like he does, that, that you see people that are lost and hurting and broken and you're moved with compassion for them. Because they matter. They matter to God, so they better matter to us. Right? All of that is intentional to, to, to constantly look up. You ever tried, you know, you're, you're and I, you and I, our, our initial, you know, our resting state of our head is what? Down and, and straightforward, level and straightforward, right? You, you hold your head down too long, it starts to hurt. You, you hold your head up too long, it starts to hurt. But looking forward, that's easy. That's what we do naturally. That that's that's how our our mind, our brain, our body is wired. But but to look up, look up requires looking up requires effort. Looking up requires intentionality. Looking up requires purpose. You, you got to want to. Because you're not going to do it naturally. Your and my sinful nature wants to do everything it can to keep us focused on here and now. To focus on building my kingdom, my thoughts, my opinions, my wants, my needs, my greed, my selfishness. And Jesus says, knock that off and look up. Focus on his kingdom first and his righteousness. Listen, God's God's not going to fail us. You know, he's not going to ask us to look up at his kingdom and, and to be a church or people that are kingdom minded and just leave us stranded and say good like and good luck, sorry, and wash his hands of us. He, he's going to sustain us and he's going to provide for us and he's going to take care of us and and he's going to open up those opportunities for us to to put into practice the things that we talk about and and that really is what our focus is to to be a church that is focused on his kingdom first to be people that put his kingdom even above ours and, and as we continue to focus on his kingdom, I hope and I pray that he gives us a heart and compassion to see people the way that he does. To love the unlovable. To bring light to the darkness. To, to help restore the broken. To be people that are kingdom-minded in everything that we do. doesn't happen by accident. You have to want that. All right. Have a good day. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for checking out this week's podcast. Hey, if you want to learn more about our church, check us out at refocuschurch.com or look us up on Facebook at Refocus Christian Church. We're located in Fallonby, West Virginia. Uh, we'd love to have you and your family out. Come check out and see what God is doing on our people and our community and our church. All right, later.